Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about hemolytic uremic syndrome specifically in children. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic you can follow along at zerodefinals.com or in the renal and neurology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Hemolytic uremic syndrome or HUS occurs where there is thrombosis within the small blood vessels throughout the body. This is usually triggered by a bacterial toxin called the Shiga toxin and it leads to a classic triad of hemolytic anemia, acute kidney injury and thrombocytopenia. Hemolytic anemia is anemia caused by red blood cells being destroyed. Acute kidney injury is failure of the kidneys to excrete products such as urea and thrombocytopenia is a low platelet count. The most common cause is a toxin produced by the E. coli 0157 bacteria called the Shiga toxin. Another cause of gastroenteritis called Shigella also causes this toxin. The use of antibiotics and anti-motility medications such as loperamide to treat gastroenteritis caused by these pathogens increases the risk of developing hemolytic uremic syndrome. So how does it present? E. coli 0157 causes a brief gastroenteritis, often with bloody diarrhea. The symptoms of hemolytic uremic syndrome typically start five days after the onset of the diarrhea. And the signs and symptoms may include reduced urine output, hematuria or dark brown urine, abdominal pain, lethargy and irritability, confusion, edema, hypertension and bruising. Let's talk about the management. Hemolytic uremic syndrome is a medical emergency and it has a 10% mortality rate. It needs to be managed by experienced paediatricians under the guidance of a renal specialist. The condition is self-limiting and supportive management is the mainstay of treatment. They need urgent referral to the paediatric renal unit for renal dialysis if required based on the severity of the acute kidney injury. Antihypertensive medications may be required. Careful monitoring of fluid balance is important and blood transfusions may be required if the haemoglobin drops far enough. 70-80% to of patients make a full recovery. So thanks for listening to this episode on hemolytic uremic syndrome. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found this podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find the full audiobook version on Audible. And you can find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on enuresis.